Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. Okay, so given that today is one of the most important and sacred holidays of the year, at least in my humble opinion, what I felt God was calling me to do to help us celebrate good fathers well is sharing with you some of the most important things my dad has ever taught me about how to live well. And the reason I think God uh, has called me to share this brilliant wisdom with all of you is because, first of all, this again will prove that I am by far my dad's best son, and that neither of my brothers has ever done anything publicly to pronounce how incredible my dad is. So I'm winning brownie points, and hopefully I'll get more of the inheritance and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's there. Secondly, it's my hope that as I talk about my dad, and this is what I really want to do, that you'll begin to remember all the important things that your father taught you. But the most important reason I feel I'm being called to share this is because when it comes right down to it, really all good fathers are, are men who have been chosen by God to give themselves completely and totally to raising up their kids in such a way that their children can then go out and live the incredible lives that God has created them for. Which good fathers do, not only by going to work to provide for their families, but by being the kind of men that do what's best day in and day out to teach their children in word and in deed how to live their best life. Which means what we learn through the wisdom of good fathers is not just how to change a tire or drill a hole, you know, the practical stuff that that dads stereotypically get kind of pushed in that direction but how to become the people and live into the lives that God has created us for. Or as Proverbs 22, 6 puts it so beautifully, start the children off in the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Start the children off in the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Okay. So to kind of get things started this morning, let me give you a visual of my old man so you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, For those of you who need a little help, he's the one with the arrow pointing to his head. So he kind of looks normal, right? He looks pretty normal. Well, we're going to find out he's not quite as normal um, as you would think. So one of the first and most important things my my dad ever taught me, which I believe every father needs to teach their children, is that I could do or be anything. That's right. Even though that statement is not completely and totally true because I don't have the ability to pitch in the major leagues, what my dad has filled my head with since the moment I was born was that I could do or be anything. And you know what? Because my dad told me that over and over again, to a certain extent, I believed it. And still do. Or what's so life-changing about this simple wisdom that, that my dad ingrained in me is that it gave me the courage and the confidence in spite of what others said, in spite of what others thought, 
to chase my dreams. Or my dad's wisdom helped me to become someone who was willing to chase the big dream no matter what it might cost me instead of being one of those people who sit around making excuses about why they can't do what they really want to do with their lives. And there's a whole lot of those people. Which when you think about it is a wisdom that is absolutely essential for anyone to go out and live into the incredible lives that God has created for us. Because before you can ever go do something great or before you can ever do something that changes the world, you first have to believe you can. If you don't believe you can do things, you will never go out and do them. And this is where good fathers come in. But good fathers don't stop there. So not only did my dad teach me that I could do or be anything. He also taught me that dreams don't just happen unless you do what you got to do to get things done, right? You got to do what you got to do to get things done. Now, that's, he wasn't a poet or anything like that. Do what you got to do to get things done. Or, or to kind of put this into perspective for you, let me share with you a crazy story about how far my dad was willing to go just to get ready for work. Um, so, way back in junior high, I happen to be spending the night at one of my friends, Matt Prigmore. And what you need to know about Matt Prigmore is that his dad and my dad were friends going all the way back to high school. But even more than that, what you need to know is that Matt's dad at the time was also considered to be one of the best lawyers in the state of Oklahoma, also eventually going on, excuse me, to become this bigwig judge, right? Which means... Matt's house, or the house that I stayed the night at, was in the swanky part of town, and he belonged to one of the most well-respected families in our community. So you got that in mind? So what happened the morning after I had spent the night at Matt's is that my dad showed up out of the blue at about 7.30 a.m. But he wasn't there to pick me up, which makes sense, right? No, he came to the house because the, we didn't have any water at our house. The water was out at our house, and so he needed water, and so, of course, the Prigmores were going to help. But my dad, instead of coming into the house to use their water like a normal person, goes to the water spigot at the front of their yard, at the front of the house, and not only uses that water to fill up some containers to take back to our house, which is reasonable, right? That makes sense. But he actually takes the time to wash his hair Shampoo and all, right there in the front yard. That's right. My dad, because he needed to get ready for work, washed his hair in the front yard of one of the most well-respected family members in town. <laughs> Come on, Dad. So, of course, at the time, it had to be one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. How can my dad even do such a thing? I mean, the truth is, even 30 years later telling this story, I can feel my cheeks getting hot. That's how, that's how embarrassing that was. But now that I've had some time to think about what my dad did that day, I, I no longer see it as an embarrassing moment. Um, I see it now as this awe-inspiring yet crazy moment that, that in a sense sums up something very important about how we all should be living our lives. Because the truth is, if we want to become people who do amazing things or do the amazing things that God created us for, then a big part of how we do that is not by worrying what other people think or, or sitting around making excuses. 
It means doing what you have to do to get things done. Even if that means washing your hair in the front yard of one of the most well-respected citizens in town just to get ready for work. Mind you, there was no emergency. He just needed to get to work. Because if you're willing to go that far, is there really anything or anyone that can stop you from, from living into the life that God created for you? It's pretty remarkable. It's crazy, but it's pretty remarkable. Now, the next thing that my dad taught me, which is not nearly as entertaining, but I think just as important, is that no matter what, you can never leave your brother behind. You can never leave your brother behind, which again was one of those pieces of wisdom that my dad ingrained in me and my brothers from the moment we were born. But it's a piece of wisdom that really took hold in my life. That one time that I didn't have my brother's back, or that one time I literally left my brother behind. So basically what happened is that there was this kid in school that was bullying both my brothers and his friends. And so what my brother decided to do to stop this from happening was to settle this issue with a little backyard justice. Or in other words, they were going to fight, right? So one day after school, they decided to meet and settle this issue once and for all. It's just kind of how you took care of things back then. But the problem with this plan, which my brother didn't discuss with me beforehand, mind you, is that if we went to this fight at the time he scheduled it, then we would miss the bus, have to walk all the way across town to get home. It's probably 10 miles from the school to our house, not to mention the trouble we'd get in for not getting home when we were supposed to. So taking all of that into consideration, and doing what I thought was right, I left my little brother behind and took the bus home, thinking in my brain at the time that he was going to get into trouble for fighting and for missing the bus, that I was doing the right thing. But not only was I wrong, I was so wrong that I am telling you guys this story 30 years later. Because when my father learned that I actually left my brother behind and did not have his back when it mattered for about four straight hours. I got a butt chewing that went up one side and down the other a couple of different times until my dad was sure that I finally understood that you cannot, under any circumstances, leave your brother behind. You just can't do it. It doesn't matter if you get in trouble or not. Which, of course, at the time I thought was unfair because I thought I did the right thing but it's now wisdom that I'm grateful for. Because not only do I live this wisdom with my own family, which helps us to stay, stay so close in good times and in bad, but when you think about it, this is the same kind of wisdom God is calling all of us to live with one another. Or think about a world where we actually lived this idea, you don't leave your brother or sister behind. The world will be drastically different. All right, so are you guys getting tired of these stories yet, or can I tell one more? One more, one more story? Can we do that? All right, well, good. Hopefully, I've saved the best for last. So what you guys need to know about my dad um, growing up is that even though for the most part, for me, he was a great dad, he was always there, he did everything that I needed him to do, um, he wasn't even close to being perfect. In fact, as I shared with many of you before, my father battled addiction off and on until I was about a junior 
in high school. And as a result of that addiction, not only did my dad get fired from a couple of different jobs, which caused us to move all over the state of the Oklahoma, but at one point, he even got arrested. And I'll never forget that night going to see my dad going down to the jail in handcuffs and all that kind of stuff. And even more than that, he just, he wasn't a good husband in the midst of all this. And that my mom was the one who, for the most part, kind of held the family together and covered for dad when he was off doing his thing. That's kind of how um, addicts home work, if you will. But even though all of that is the case, even though my dad did some horrible things, what makes my dad's life a success story? And the reason I'm so proud of him today is that after he was forced to come to his senses after being arrested, and this didn't happen until he was my age. He was probably 42, 43. What my dad did, instead of continuing to make excuses, which is what addicts do, which is what we all do, finally took responsibility for all that he had done and admitted he was wrong. That's right. My dad did that one thing that we all have a horrible time doing. He admitted he was wrong. Now, I know at first that doesn't sound like much, but the truth is, this is the most important thing that my father has ever taught me. In fact, this is one of the most important things that any of us can learn about how to live a good life, and all because admitting that you're wrong not only sets you free to go out and take these big risks because you're not afraid of failing, but most importantly, admitting you're wrong gives you the ability to learn from one of the greatest teachers that life ever has to offer you. Your mistakes. Your mistakes. So what I learned from watching my father go through that difficult process of admitting he was wrong and then getting clean and sober is that making mistakes is not something that you run from or try to cover up, but instead is something you embrace and face head on with everything that you are because oftentimes... That is where you will actually learn what you really need to learn about how to live the life God created you for. Or my experience, the the mistakes and being willing to admit that, that's where I learn the most. That's where God shows up and transforms me in the most powerful ways. Or to really put this into perspective, as a result of my dad admitting he was wrong, and then going to get help. Not only did he get clean and sober, which made him an even better um, father, papa, and friend, but eventually he figured out how to be a great husband and well. Um, And what's amazing about this, and this is a miracle in itself, is that just yesterday, my mom and dad celebrated 50 years of being together. And they are more happy and connected now than they have ever been. But even more than that, what my dad has done in the last 20 years as a result of his mistakes is that he now devotes himself to helping other pharmacists dealing with addictions or helping other men and women admit their own faults so that they can start learning from their mistakes, which is absolutely amazing. In fact, my dad is so committed to this, he is now the president of an organization called Oklahoma Pharmacists Helping Pharmacists. And anytime there is any pharmacist in the state of Oklahoma who is dealing with any kind of drug-related issue, he's the one that gets the phone call. He's the one who gets to walk them through that. Which is absolutely amazing. I'm so proud of my dad for doing that stuff. It could have gone completely and totally 
the other way. All right, guys, so now that I have shared with you a few important things that my dad has taught me about how to live my best life, how many of you are now kind of thinking back to what your dad taught you? Anybody? Yeah? Good. And in response to that, let me encourage you to do a couple of different things to honor your father today. So first of all, I would encourage you to reach out to your dad, if you haven't done it already, to say thanks for all that he has done to make you who you are. And even if your father's not here, even if your father's not deceased, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Just do it in a different way. Take a a moment of silence and just say thank you, Dad, or whatever you need to do to make that a special moment. Next, I would also encourage you to go out and buy him the most expensive gift you can afford because let's be honest, he deserves it. And moms get way too much credit. I'm not speaking out of bitterness here. I'm speaking out of truth. But most importantly, what I would encourage you to do is to go out and live the wisdom that your father taught you. Because not only is this the best gift that a father can receive for a job well done, but this is one of those places where you're going to find God speaking directly to you about how to live the inspired life you've been created for. Let us pray. Uh, Father, we come before you this morning, um, and we are all so grateful for good fathers, especially our good fathers. We wouldn't be who we are today without them. So, Lord, um, as we're taking a moment to remember them, as we're taking a moment to celebrate them, help us also remember all those things that you use them to teach us about how to live our own lives well. And then help us to go out and live it. We ask this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.